Hello and welcome to the Chromosome 18 Europe podcast. My name is Richard Davison and I'm your host for this podcast and I am the current chair of the management committee of Chromosome 18 Registry and Research Society Europe. What we intend to try and do with these uh, podcasts is to uh, have a series of interviews with um, as many people as as want to be interviewed, but primarily mums and dads um, and siblings and hopefully some affected individuals who feel confident enough to come on to our podcast, as well as uh, clinical and medical um, experts who might um, give us some ideas around treatment and therapy that may help um, those who are affected by a chromosome 18 abnormality. For this particular interview, um, it's uh, an interview with uh, my daughter, uh, Lexi, um, who is going to be talking about, or I'm going to ask her some questions um, about what it's like um, living with her, or growing up with her brother, Billy. Uh, Billy, who has a tetrasomy 18p. Um, so I hope that you enjoy the interview. I think it uh, gives a little bit of an insight what it's like to be um, a sibling. And uh, as I said, uh, maybe that will help some other um, brothers and sisters of those affected if they would like to, to listen to this podcast. So hopefully you enjoy um, what Lexi has to say. Well, um, first of all, uh, it's a little bit strange this this podcast, uh, a little bit strange interviewing my own daughter, um, but I thought it was uh, particularly relevant because um, what we've been trying to do is to do something for the 18th of every month um, for chromosome 18 and it seems appropriate that um, uh, since on the 18th of December Lexi, my daughter here, is going to be 18 um, so um, it seems rather appropriate to have two 18s together uh, for the chromosome 18 um, podcast. So first of all Lexi just tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm studying at uni. I'm doing architecture. I just started this year, which has been a weird year to start uni, but it's going okay. And uh, which university are you at? Glasgow School of Art. Glasgow School of Art. Yeah, it's been a a weird year for anybody starting uh, sort of university. Um, so you you've only been there once. I have only been there once. Yeah. To collect your ID card. Your ID card, so um, didn't meet anyone at all. You've only met your classmates online. Yeah, through video calls. Okay. I wouldn't say I have any friends. So uh, you've you've told us a little bit about yourself, um, but of course the reason I'm interviewing you is that um, your brother Billy uh, has. Tetrasomy 18p. Um, many of you know Billy. You've met Billy at the conference. Um, so tell us about Billy from your side, Lexi. What's it like having Billy as a brother? Well, I don't really know any different. 
he's just he's the only brother I have so to me it's normal and everything about him is normal and only when I like interact with other families do I realize oh <laughs> that isn't very normal yeah but uh, I suppose you know we, we know he does have um, additional needs he's I suppose he's relatively lucky in many ways because he's medically not uh, too too bad he doesn't have to have any medication he doesn't have any serious conditions but um, there are times he can be a bit frustrating. Yes, when he comes into my room, he won't leave me alone. So yeah, so he regularly knocks on your door. But that's a brother thing anyway, sibling thing. I feel like all of them do that a little bit. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a thing he looks up to you. Yeah. Um, so. At least no one's school is going to be when the weekend is. Mm -hmm. This new thing. Yeah. And of course, he always gets you to do stuff for him. Oh, yeah. So what does he typically ask you? Fix something, put the password in, yeah. just come look at this. He has to show me a song, or I have to search up the song he's already listening to. Yeah, so he likes his technology, so anything to do with his computer or his speakers, Alexi has to help him out. Or coming to play on my computer. So what does he play on your computer? Oh, he likes GTA. He likes driving ones. He always has. Okay. But he does crash a lot. <laughs> he ends up just not going anywhere. He's pressing accelerate and go backwards at the same time. Just gets stuck. So obviously Billy's just turned sixteen, so he's a reasonable reasonably big boy now. But what you know, going back a little bit, you know, what's your sort of first memories of, of Billy and sort of you know, growing up with him, you say you know you just see him as normal, but you know at some point you must have realised you know he had some additional needs. Uh, well, it took him a while to walk. I remember when we had just moved up, and you'd put the wooden posts outside in the garden to get him to hold it while he walked, and he got very annoyed quite a lot that he wasn't able to do it. Mm. Well, I suppose then the next thing was the the trampoline. Oh, he loved the trampoline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it seems a little bit strange, you know, for a child who has uh, balance and coordination issues that you would want to go on a trampoline, but uh, he did love it, and I suppose initially a lot of it was just lying on his back. Yeah, and we'd play a game. Um, the trampoline had, num like, letters, the brand name on it, and uh, they were breakfast, lunch, dinner, and supper. So I'd make up the breakfast, and then we'd eat it, and we'd just play that over and over again. So obviously, you know, generally, you know, what's it like, obviously, having a brother with a, a chromosome 18 uh, sort of abnormality and, and, and some additional needs? You know, you said you see it as normal, but... I do have to explain to everyone I meet, like when I talk about him, because when I translate for him or when I'm speaking as him or explaining to, because I work at Tesco, explaining to a customer, I'll say it normally. Like, I'll say it where it makes sense and no, like, words are missing. But then I have to, I realise later on that I'm talking about a 16-year-old, but he doesn't sound 16. A lot of them are like, oh, he's like, how old is he? Like, 9 and 10? Or and I have to be like, no, he's, he's 16, but he, he does have disabilities. So that's why he, he does act that way. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I suppose... You know, you've you've grown up with that, trying to explain to people, and it it's you know, like a lot of genetic 
diseases, you know, chromosome 18 abnormalities are, are quite rare. So it's, it is unusual because, you know, I think it's different if you said to somebody, you know, that they had, um, like, for example, Downs, which is another um, uh, chromosome abnormality, but it's a more common one. It's a bit easier, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I usually just try to explain like, oh, you know how you get two chromosomes, one for your mum, one for your dad, and there's 24 of them, and Lee's got, he's got four on his 18th. I think that's right anyway. It's pretty close. It's not yeah. bad. <laughs> you might have to polish up that understanding. They don't, they don't know. They, they kind of get lost halfway through me saying it anyway. Yeah, I suppose uh, it is, it is, uh, unless you have some, uh, I suppose clinical, clinical or medical training, trying to explain chromosomes is a little bit difficult. Um, I suppose the other thing is obviously, you know, you went to school together, you know, I suppose initially at primary and then secondary school, you've just left uh, secondary school last year and, and Billy was at the same school, but within a special uh, additional needs unit within the school. Uh, so what was, because obviously that, you know, there were times where, you know, Billy would meet you and so on. So what was it like, you know, I suppose that realisation and I suppose explaining to your colleagues, you know, this is my brother Billy and, and he's got some additional needs. Or... Well, it was the other way around. I was Billy's sister. It was, oh, you're Billy's sister. I know who you are. And everyone knew Billy more than they knew me because of how friendly he is and Everyone knew him, everyone in my year loved him, everyone in his year loved him and would always come up to me like, I know who you are, you're, you're sisters to Billy. But I think you've said to me, you know, you've obviously come across, you know, at school where, you know, not everybody's attitude towards somebody with a disability is, is as uh, accepting. Yeah, I, I only shared, especially in high school, we were in the same registration, so I see him once a day. Um, and there was boys that would make fun of because it was in a DAS, it was in a DAS classroom, so there was a few DAS pupils there, and they would kind of have poke everyone, and I just they're just kind of ignorant and they don't realise what they've got because they don't have to look at anything else other than what they've got. So, uh, like I say, you've obviously as well been to uh, now I think three of the chromosome 18 Europe conferences. Um, so, you know, what's your, you know what, what's your experience of those? Have you enjoyed those? And, um... Well, I remember the first one I didn't like because I was, what was I, like nine, maybe, around about. And I didn't like being left alone in the play bit with all the other kids. I, I wasn't able to make any friends. I asked to come to the conference with my mum, and that was even more boring, so the first one was not as interesting but the other ones meeting other kids the same age or even in the most recent ones seeing someone that i have met previously um reuniting after like four years is weird but interesting to see how much they've all grown so obviously one of the things we do at conferences you know we have our siblings uh, groups where um, you know all the, the brothers and sisters of those affected by chromosome 18 get together for a bit of a discussion you know, do you find those useful yeah it's good you just get to know that you're not alone with everything and find out 
people with different types of chromosome 18 and how their siblings act and react to different things. So obviously, you know, there is, uh, it, it can be a bit of a struggle. Um, you know, maybe as a sibling, you know, because, you know, your brother or your sister seems to get a lot of attention just because they've got some disability. Do you, know, you think, have you found that? Is that, you know, is, is that? Well, you have to get, I'd have to get myself up in the morning a lot because obviously you would be there screaming, becoming stiff as a brick and refusing to put his clothes on or take his clothes off. So I got very independent very quickly, I'd say. Yeah, but I suppose, you know, it, it's an understandable thing where you maybe feel that, you know, that, that uh, your brother or sister is getting more attention, but it's just simply because you they, know, need more. they need more attention. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it is a real thing to try and cope with, and it's something you know as a parent you know you have to be aware of um, if you're trying to you know to make sure that you know I suppose all the children, uh, the siblings, and, and the affected child are, are feel that they're equally uh, catered for. So Lexi, I'm just going to finish off by sort of you know asking clearly you know. You know, there is a future we you know have you thought about what billy might be doing in five ten years time not really well he says he wants to drive but we're saying it's not very possible at the moment but hoping with new technology that things that we can't do now or won't can't won't, won't be able to do in the future mm -hmm. after that technology is made he might be able to do some some stuff and he, he does like driving, so I think that's the biggest thing for him is getting to be able to drive places. And uh, I suppose he'll have his big sister to look after him and maybe teach him to drive. <laughs> I've got to know how to drive first. <laughs> okay, um, I think we've probably finished all of our questions. Is there anything else, Lexi, that you want to uh, mention about Billy? Or what it's like growing up with Billy? Mm. Not really, don't have anything interesting to say. This all seems normal to me and I don't really notice anything abnormal. Okay, well, thank you very much, uh, Lexi, for uh, agreeing to, uh, to this interview. It's uh, one of the first interviews that we have on our podcast <clears throat> and hopefully we will have a chance to interview some other um, siblings from uh, across Europe um, to explain you know what it's like um, and to explain you know uh, a little bit about uh, their brother or sister who may not be able to explain it themselves uh, because you know their speech and comprehension is maybe not that that good but uh, hopefully that's been uh, enlightening and helpful and uh, be interesting to see what else we can uh, have as guests if anybody's interested in being a guest um, on the podcast and has an interesting story to tell us please do get in touch um, because we would like to hear your story and thanks very much for listening <laughs>